Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to It's Not That Serious, a podcast about pursuing joy in yesterday's makeup. And the first step, not taking life so freaking seriously. Let's do it. Hi, this is Anna Lind Thomas. I'm a humor writer. I am a online personality. I am a book author, trying to anyway, desperately. I'm a podcaster, professional podcaster. In case you were wondering, I am not in my closet on the floor recording this. Okay, I'm in a professional studio in LA somewhere with, you know, those like egg shell, egg cartons all over the wall you know, the microphone coming out of the wall. That's what I'm doing because I'm a professional. I'm absolutely not on my floor hiding so that you guys can't hear my kids screaming in the background. Okay, how dare you for even insinuating such a thing. (sighs) Welcome to the It's Not That Serious podcast. We have a very exciting episode today. I'm hanging out with Tiffany Jenkins. You know her from Juggling the Jenkins. Okay, if you aren't familiar with the name right now, I am sure you're accidentally familiar with her online videos because she has gone viral gazillions of times. Okay, she is known for her hilarious, brutal honesty, and she's here today to share with us her incredibly inspiring story. If you thought that your past was too much to overcome, your circumstances too bleak or insurmountable to have a bright future, Tiffany proves there is nothing in your past or your future that is insurmountable. There is always hope. And if you make an agreement with yourself to never go back to a destructive life and to run fast towards what uplifts you, truly anything is possible. Tiffany, who is now a huge online superstar with nearly 2 million followers, that's right, 2 million, used to suffer with a drug addiction that rapidly slipped out of control. This landed her in jail, which led to rehab, where she eventually found herself pregnant in a halfway house. What I learned most from Tiffany in this interview is that the first step to a joy-filled life is using your gift to serve others, and in her case, using her humor and truth-telling to bring laughter and encouragement to the masses. I hope this hilarious interview inspires you into truly knowing that there is nothing in your past that God can't use to propel your future. The best is yet to come. Wouldn't it be fine? I'm telling you people, your best is yet to come. All right. And this episode, it has been brought to you by Designs by ALT. And if you're a writer, a business owner, or someone with a big, big dream, the reality of today is that you also need a super cool website. If this is you, go to designsbyalt.com and let us know how we can help make your dream come true. Hey guys, real quick, I just got off the Mod Cloth website and holy crap, their stuff is cute. So unique, so fun, and so perfect for all types of women, which is why I love them. Now they're geared up for autumn. 
put a stylish spin on the season with classics like a tweed blazer, a corduroy jumper, not to mention bold silhouettes, rich textures, and yes, plenty of plaid. And while you look, you'll easily find a variety of styles in a full-size range from XX small to 4X. I've never shopped at a store so cute that accommodated such a wide range of sizes. And as you know, one of the hardest parts of ordering online is not knowing how it'll fit. Not a problem. Their team of mod stylists will hook you up with a complimentary sizing and styling help. I actually have my eye on a mosey into cozy oversized cardigan that I cannot wait to wear because fall is coming, people. Fall is coming. It's cute and it's casual and something you'd wear curled up by a fire. So, you know, all of that is pretty much me in a nutshell. So here's what you're going to do. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, and enter code A-A-N-D-S at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on November 3rd, 2018. So for all of the followers of this podcast, here's what you're going to do. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, and enter code A-A-N-D-S at checkout. Remember, this offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on November 3rd, 2018. So hurry up! Okay, Tiffany, we're live. Hi. Hi. Oh, I am so happy you're here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate it. I heard that you... (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I heard I heard that you just woke up. You told me you just woke up. And that makes me appreciate you even more because that's the kind of that's when I'll cancel. I'm like, you know what? I just woke up. I'm over it. Listen, I I was like, you know what? It's fine. She talks about running the world with her makeup on from yesterday. I can be sleepy on this podcast. This is okay. This is a yesterday's makeup kind of podcast. So it's perfect. Okay. So listen, we we recently rebranded this podcast too. It's not that serious, which is the name of the book that I've been working on. And because I have noticed that a lot of people are pretty miserable. I don't know if you've picked up on that vibe, but people people are miserable. They're miserable with politics, with what's going on with the world. They're miserable with uh, parenting. They're miserable with their jobs. A lot of grouchy people, basically. And so I wanted to just say, my gosh, there's a lot of really serious things in this world. And if we freak out over every single one, than every single possible thing that happens, then, you know, it's just a life that sucks, you know? So we gotta gotta learn how to lighten up. And so what I've really loved about you and why I thought you'd make such an amazing guest is that, at least it seems like to me, you seem to be pursuing joy and pursuing laughter every day with your whole heart. You know, and that doesn't mean that you don't have bad days. It doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't days where you've scheduled time to do a video and then you want to cry into your pillow and yell like, what do you people want from me? You know, I'm sure sure you've had those moments. (laughs) I've given you everything. You know, I'm sure you've had those moments. But, you know, so I think but at the same time, you continue to show up. 
you are real and you help people laugh by not taking things so serious. So I just wanted to thank you again for being here. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Oh, I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. So you have an inspiring story. All right. You had drug addiction, rehab. I think you met your current husband in a halfway house, right? <laughs> I sure did. You did. Okay. Yeah. That's a really great story. When you like go out with a couple for the first time. Well, how'd you guys meet? Halfway house. <laughs> I know. I always cringe. I'm like, <laughs> well, he got me pregnant two months after I met him. So we got married three months after that. But things are great. Things are good. Everything Still going strong. Fine. Cheers. Yeah. I love that, though. I love, I mean, that's, I think that that's just, I think that that's just great. I, it's such an awesome testimony. I absolutely love it. So, but can you, for those who aren't familiar with you, can you kind of share that story and how you got from there to where you are now? Oh, yes. I don't I don't even know really how I got to where I am now. But I, I think that the fact that I'm even alive is a miracle because there was a point where I didn't want to be. Um, I was addicted to drugs for 10 years and that it was just a blur. It was just uh, chasing the numbness. I didn't know how to get out of it. And um, I, you know, as my desperation grew, my morals kind of dropped and I started making some really poor choices and breaking the law. Um, and eventually it all caught up with me and I was arrested. Mm. And so that was something that was certainly never part of my plan. Yeah. Um, and it was at that point when I was in jail and I was withdrawing from drugs and I was being, you know, treated like an inmate, which yeah. is what I deserved. Yeah. But it was in that moment that I was like, I don't want to be alive anymore. Like, I don't know how to be an adult without drugs. I don't know how to be a human. Yeah. And so I. I felt really hopeless, um, but my dad ended up visiting me on Christmas in jail and giving me some words of inspiration, and mm. it motivated me, and I decided to go to rehab, mm. and um, I spent six months in a rehab, and then I went to a halfway house Yeah. after, and that is where stuff went down, <laughs> literally, I, I met a boy, and mm -hmm. um, it's interesting. Um, because I got pregnant two months after um, dating this guy. While I was living in a halfway house, I had no job, no car, all of my belongings fit in one garbage bag. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, okay, we're doing this. So we decided to continue living separately, despite the fact that we were now married with the child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. So I lived in a halfway house until I was about seven months pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then we moved in together and uh, I started writing and making videos. And that was a year and a half ago. And here we are. I, now we've got three kids. Yeah. And um, what are their age, what are their age ranges? Um, my seven year old bonus daughter, he um, popped out into the world before we even met. OK, so she's, she's seven now. Yeah. I have a three year old and a two year old. Wow. <gasps> Wait. No, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. My son's birthday was three days ago. I have a four-year-old. She's going to turn four in December, and then I have one that's going to turn two. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So that's – but this is – so now I'm trying to figure out – now I'm like, wait, I thought your kids were a little older. How do you get your videos done? 
with kids that small. <laughs> I can't, I can't do any, like right now I can hear him screaming. One time I was doing a podcast and it was very serious. We we're talking about a very serious topic and I, they could hear my husband yelling at my kids. That's so funny. Like, go ahead and ignore it. Just talk through that. So how do you, where, <laughs> do you have someone helping you to watch him? Do you wait till nap time? How do you get that done? So first of all, I have found that like they add something to my videos mm -hmm. that I wasn't anticipating. So my videos end up going in a completely different direction. However, I'm totally cheating now that I'm making videos full time and I've got those babies in daycare. Yeah. Um, so that I can actually accomplish things yeah. in life. Get because some as done. you know, yeah. it's not it's not a joke when they're here. No, 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 no. You know, I work from home and I have uh, my actually my sister in law, she will watch the kids two days a week. And I try to be like, Anna, focus and just get work done. Because what I really want to do is just get hey. a coffee and like go through my Facebook. You know what Amen. I mean? But you have to be really disciplined. So yeah. <laughs> That decision is so tough to make mm -hmm. in the moment. As soon as you get a little bit of free time, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what do I do? And then you, before you realize it, you're trying to make a decision and the free time's over and you're like, I wasted that. I should have, <laughs> I should have planned that. I know. It's so true. Okay. So how did you, what was the decision or how, what happened where you're like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to start making videos. Like what were you, what were you staying at home at that time? Were you working? How did that shift happen for you? So both, I was staying at home, um, with my kids. I had like a, a newborn basically. And then a one and a half year old and I had a job and I was really depressed. Like I was diagnosed with postpartum depression because there was a day I was like, okay, I don't want to be a mom anymore. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't like my kids. I actually resent them for existing. Yeah. Um, every time they cried, it was like nails on a chalkboard. I couldn't take it. Like yeah. I, I, I loved them. I think, I, I mean, I know I love them, but at the time I couldn't see it. Yeah. It was really hard to love them because I was so weighted down with depression. Um, and my daughter was really colicky and had acid reflux. So all she did was scream and it's so hard to bond yeah. with a new child when all they do is shriek at you and keep you up all day, every day mm -hmm. and exhausted. So anyway, I started getting treatment from my doctor, but I, I turned to social media to try to find inspiration or somebody who was going through something that I was going through. And everywhere I looked, it looked like sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah. yeah curled hair and uh -huh. I was like like I'm the only one who's failing at this yeah yeah and so I decided to start writing for myself um because it made me feel better I guess and then in turn a lot of moms started reading it and were like oh my gosh listen I've been hiding in the shadows because I didn't feel safe to come out yeah but now I do and it it's just taken off I'm not saying I'm single-handedly responsible for all the struggle bun moms in pajamas crawling out and right coming back into the world but I think that when you kind of see somebody who doesn't have it together who's messing up it it gives you permission to share your truth as well like hey me too yeah and yeah so it was it took on a life of its own yeah that's so good because I started to get I started this website for women called hahas for hoo -Hahs right when like some e-cards was huge. 
Why have I heard that? Well, because I was wildly successful and famous. Not, not really. Really? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> no. So I started Ha-Ha's for Hoo-Ha's and um, it, it was when some e-cards was huge and I could just tell they were all men-dominated e-cards. And I said, I'm going to teach myself Photoshop and I'm going to make some jokes about moms, but I wasn't a mom yet. So I had to like pull from what I was observing my friends were going through but as it went on, it was like mommy humor kind of exploded. And then it was like the same jokes over yeah. and over. This, we're all complaining about this. We're all saying that we've reheated our coffee 10 times. We're all, <laughs> I would get messages. People are like, somebody's copying you. Somebody's copying you. I'm like, I don't honestly think they're copying me. I think these jokes are just, we're getting all we, got. All we got, right? And so <laughs> um, it, w one of the, I started to get resentful because these new, not resentful, I don't want to say anything bad about them because I think they were great, but there were a lot of popular video YouTube stars that looked like they were lived in LA and would go get a hair blowout and then come back and complain about parenting. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, li <laughs> I don't like, like that. Like why, look at your hair. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, I can't connect with you and, right. you know, and of course people did connect with them and, and they've done great. But I think that that's what's the beauty of someone like you who's like, I'm going to, because I went, I went super viral for a story and somebody found my wedding photo and then my wedding photo went viral. And a lot of people were fine about it, but a lot of people were making fun of how I looked in it. And when it's like your wedding photo, you're just like, that's off limits. This is something that's hanging up on my wall. And now you've right. ruined it, right? And that actually, this was probably like eight years ago, though. And that scared me from being more visible because I didn't want mm. people to just then hate on the way I looked. I was like, well, life's too short for this crap. So it does right. take a certain level of bravery to be like, I don't care. I'm going to show up without makeup because this is what connects with women. This is what people respond to. And you can say whatever you want. So did, yeah. were you nervous just showing up just as you are? Or is that just a natural part of you where you're just like, who cares? Take it or leave it. I don't, I've always been t terrible at being a girl. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So like the no makeup looking like a bum thing is kind of all I know. So for me, I, the thing that makes me nervous is my kids. And I shouldn't even say this out loud because I don't want to give people ammo. Uh -huh. um, the way to get to me would be to talk crap about my kids. Right, right. But yeah. you talk crap about me all you want because I've been making fun of myself since seventh grade when I was overweight uh -huh. and had these really super dorky glasses. Like the mm -hmm. self-deprecating humor is something that's been ingrained in my DNA is making fun of myself. So <clears throat> it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, the only thing that bothers me is um, when people, you know, question my, my character, I guess. But as far as physical stuff, I don't care. This is literally, it's just skin. It's just a vessel. It's just what we're <laughs> using to transport our souls around the planet. It's yeah. not that, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's not that serious. And how many women have let, let that steal their joy? Like, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've, 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 I've joked about like being on a diet and stepping on the scale and then you've gained three pounds, that'll wreck three days in yeah. somebody's life. You know what I mean? And it's like, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't right. matter. All right. So we got a little bit, so you started to make videos and did you, did you just start to like, no, no, that was perfect. That's what I asked. Did you just start to be like, okay, I've got an idea. I'm just going to do this on my phone and post it and see what happens. And you just, any kind of funny idea you had, you just thought you'd put it up there? Yeah, it was my group. Um, my page was really small at first. It was just avid followers of my writing. 
So I thought, oh, I'll entertain these guys with this eyebrow stamp. And um, so I made the eyebrow stamp video and it just took off. It got like 90,000 views. And I'm not going to lie. I was ready to move to Hollywood. Like I thought <laughs> I was like, this is it, guys. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, um, the feedback was overwhelming. So I was like, I could do this more. This is a dream. I've always wanted to be an actress. I always wanted to be on SNL. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, wait, I'm dressing up and people are actually enjoying it. Like, I'm going to keep doing this until it gets weird. And it exploded. And I found that um, the more real and awkward that I was, the more people dug it. So yeah. I was like, man, this is a dream come true. I want to point out a couple of them where I was like, dear God, that's exactly the thing I've said. So one of them was about you and your period where <laughs> you told your husband, which is played by you with, you know, hilarious. And you are telling him that you just want him to love you. Just love me. And Mm -hmm. I said that to my husband. I was just, I was wild. I was just crying and angry. And he was just staying away from me because he was like, she's going to bite me or something. And so I was like, I was like, I just want you to love me. You know? (laughs) That literally came out of my mouth. I just want you to love me. Can't you just love me? He's like, I thought you hated my guts. That's why I'm not touching you because you just said you hated my guts. Yes. <laughs> I love you, you know. Oh my gosh, so, that's so funny. Yeah, then then there was the other one about how you're uh, you confuse your husband and about how <laughs> you want him you're like this this happened to me I think just like last week I'm like so I work from home I'm with the kids most of the time and I'm like the only one responsible for doing dishes. Okay. Mm. All right. Sounds good. Um, you know, so I'm all sassy about it. And then you have the part where he starts to do the dishes and then he's using the wrong towel. <laughs> I caught my husband. I just bought these adorable towels from Target and he was using it to clean off the kids' faces with the, mar- the marinara sauce. I was right. Like, I just bought. Stop. Stop. Listen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I I never know what I want, ever. My feelings are so all over the place and so weird, and I can't explain them. I, can't, I feel like I can't be held responsible for, like, my irrational, obnoxious thought processes. I think, I most, I think most women can relate to that, though, because we are so needy in that motherhood is so hard. And right. Just, Everything is just so hard that we're just so needy, but we don't know. We know what we don't want. Like, I don't want you using my fresh towel from Target to wipe up marinara sauce. I know that. You know, we can totally, (laughs) that's clear to us. Right. Everything else is just like, I just need this need met, and I don't even know what that need is. And so we're just. It's in those those moments that I'm like, can you, can you hug me, please? Can I just have a hug? And usually it helps yeah. for me because we're just kind of like two ships passing, you know, running around doing our parental duties, working. Right. And so every now and then, if we happen to cross paths by the fridge, I'm like, hey, can we hug for one second? I just need your soul closer to mine. I need to <laughs> just take a chill pill. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I totally get it. Then I'm like, can you just let's sit together and you rub my back? And then he always wants it to go like a different direction. I'm like, can't I just be? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, we got to make so many people happy when you're a married mom. It's just like, oh, 
That's okay. why sometimes you got to do you. You got to treat yourself, man, because yeah. if you wait for somebody else to treat you, you might be waiting a long time. So best believe I will book the occasional massage for myself yeah. and I will find somebody to watch the kids and I will go. Yeah. I will take a bubble bath in the middle of the day because I want to. Like it's so important that we carve the time out and demand it because otherwise it yeah. might never happen. You know that reminds my mom has always said about Mother's Day. My mom has always said plan your own Mother's Day. Because Ooh. if she's like then it takes the pressure off. And if your husband shows up and does something special and the kids do something special, fantastic. But if they don't, you're good because you've Dang. planned it. I'm going to do this. Like if you love to garden, be like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to garden today. If the kids want to be a part of it, fantastic. If they don't, I'm good. I'm going to do this oh. today. And if, when you take charge of it, it takes the emotion out of it, the expectation. Like they've got to <sighs> show up and make it awesome. You know? I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it makes it more special. Make it more about you and satisfying what you need rather than hoping everybody else does it for you. And then right. when they show up with their macaroni card or whatever, it's just icing <laughs> on the cake, you know? Yes. That makes yeah. sense. That way it's not like happy mother's day, we got you a vacuum. <laughs> now maybe get the rug. Vacuum up the rug. Try it out. Try it out. We love Mom, give it a spin. Yeah. Exactly. Put that puppy in. <laughs> Feel that horsepower. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, do you have you always been funny and a natural performer, or is that just something you've practiced and you've crafted? I feel like I've always been super goofy. Like I was voted class clown when yeah. I was in middle school and stuff. I I get it from my dad, really. Yeah. From a, a young age. Yeah. He showed me that it was okay to be goofy and silly. Like he was a crazy dude. He glued AstroTurf to the outside of his truck and then like glued little farm animals on it. <laughs> he would put mattresses in the yard and let us jump into piles of leaves. Mm -hmm. he, he was different. And so it made me feel like it was okay to be different. So yeah. I attribute a lot of my goofiness to him for sure. Yeah. Also, Part of it is a defense mechanism, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Melissa Radke about this. Um, and Because I, I think I have a natural sense of humor. My dad is very, very funny, so I relate to that. I was class clown as well. and But I was also super chunky. Yes. Big glasses. <gasps> um, I remember I had curly. My hair was curly, but it was greasy because I didn't shower very often. My mom was like, baby, what day is this? What day are you on? I'm not showering. Yeah. I'm like, what? Leave me Same. alone. I'm 12, you know. And so, and my sister was very, very gorgeous. And she was 10 years older than me. And she was just known for her beauty. Oh, and seeing I the way, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I had people who would want to come over just so they could be around her. I'm like, really? Yeah. You know? And so, so, so she... Uh, when I look back at that, though, and she's so accomplished and so amazing now. She's a mom. She's got a ton of kids. She looks fabulous. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that it there is it's also a difficult path for that because when you're known for your beauty, it takes you longer to figure out who you are. And when you're not known for your beauty, you get time to practice being funny. So if you have a natural talent to be funny, then you've got all this time to practice it because that's the only yeah. way anybody's going to pay attention to you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I, I just say, listen, God bless the chunky girls because I know you're suffering at the moment, but if you take that time 
to practice what you love, whether it's writing or being funny or singing or whatever it is that is kind of your math. I don't care if you love doing science, whatever it is, if you take that time to practice that, uh, that is time that is so valuable and will help you become the incredible adult you're going to be. And so I think it's a plus. So true. Yes. I was the tallest, the broadest, like my, I had gigantic boobs in fifth grade. I was so awkward Uh and just like you said, (laughs) so I, I never had boyfriends. Um, I was never the popular kid. So like you said, I, I had to get attention by being goofy and silly. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think where the self-deprecating humor came in, it's like, you can't call me fat because I know I'm fat and I already made a joke about it 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, a lot of people say, uh, you know, that, gosh, I forget her name, but she came out with a Netflix special and she talks about self-deprecating humor. She's a lesbian. Um, Comedians are. Jane Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait, Ellen. But yeah. she, so she was talking about self-deprecating humor, but not necessarily in a negative light, just saying I use self-deprecating humor so that you felt comfortable with who I am. You know, I'm not, I'm not in the LGBTQ community, so I can only just totally respect that perspective. But I go, gosh, I love self-deprecating humor, though. I feel like self-deprecating humor is what makes, and I think she's talking about something different, but it also is what makes people be like, oh my gosh, I don't have She's, she just said how I feel and I can lighten up about this, you know? So I think yeah. there's a quality to it that's good. And But the, here's where I get confused because I feel that same exact way. Like people are like, you got to stop doing that. You got to stop cutting yourself down, you know? And, and I'm like, but I don't mind. Like yeah. I like it. Uh, but on the other hand, when you tell yourself something for long enough, you start to believe it. And so then there's that negative self-talk in the back of your head. You're too fat to wear that dress. You're too right. loud to be in nice places. Right. So it's I have trouble drawing the line and figuring out like how much is too much. So that's something that I'm trying to work on. Ooh, that's a tough line, isn't it? Yeah. That's a really tough line. And I think the line is when you start to believe it. So if you start to, if it starts to inhibit who you think you are and your own worth, I think that's when you start to pull it back. And right. I've noticed that for myself where I've cared like, I don't look good enough to put this video up. And I'm like, nope, that's when I already know I've gone too far, not worth it, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So I, right. but I, I see what you're saying. Cause it's like, am I just reaffirming these thoughts about myself? Exactly. My my view of you is just that you're being yourself. You're just like, this is how I look today, and it's okay to look this way. And yeah. you know what I mean? Not like you look like crap all the time. I'm just saying that you just show up like yourself, like real yeah. moms look during the day, you I, know? I, I will literally hit record before even looking in the mirror. Like, And it gets me in trouble sometimes. If you watch my last live, I had queso all over my shirt and I didn't even notice until someone pointed it out but uh-huh. it was too late I said I just don't care that much and I should yeah maybe that's why my husband doesn't make out with me anymore because I look like a trash bag but um I do I'll have spurts where I want to put effort in and yeah. I'll brush my hair and do my makeup and I'm like I'm not leaving the house why am I doing this this yeah. is silly whenever I have an outfit on and makeup on I'm like where am I going today gotta go to Target <laughs> I got to go fill up my gas tank. I don't waste yeah. it. I don't waste it. I'm at the yes. co- I'm at the come and go just like outside pumping my gas. <laughs> like I don't yes. waste it because it's rare. 
my, oh my when I put God. lipstick on, my kids start crying because they think I'm about to go somewhere. I'm like, my lips were chapped, and this is not actually lipstick. It's Burt Bees with a hint of color. You guys calm down. Are you a comedian? No, I'm not. No, I'm just oh this. Oh, my God. You need to be. I could see you on stage. You're so funny. Well, that's very sweet of you to say. Coming from you, that's a bit of a compliment. I will say I have had people say I should be a comedian my whole life, but you just know when you're not. I'm, I'm a writer, and really, that's what I'm into. And I do videos every once in a while, but I don't get too huge into it. And so I I'm love so this podcast. Surprised. Really? It's so natural. Should I just try it? Try Yes, I th I fully expected you to be like, yes, I'm a comedian. I do stand up. I have a, a special like you. It's so natural the way you speak. It just seems like you're it's something you would say on stage. Well, when I have my next H HBO special, I guess I know who I'm going to thank at the end of it. Yes, please. Thank Absolutely. you, Tiffany, for telling me to do Thank this. You. You're making me actually laugh. It's not a fake. I'm trying to be nice. Laugh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's Those are terrible. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then when I have my first, like, total flop, and I've got the flop sweats on stage. I'm going to hide. I'm going to be like, this was not my idea. I don't know who told her she could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany did. Tiffany told me to do this. It wasn't my idea. Call her. <laughs> Screw you, lady. You know. So anyway. Anyway. Well, thank you. So, um Okay, so I want to talk about the wannabe joy stealers, and we can call them the haters. All Ugh. right. Uh, I've had lots of haters in my day, and I only have a fraction of the audience that you have. And mm. I noticed this with Susanna's rise that, you know, she went from, she used to be one of my writers for Ha Ha's for Hoo Ha's, and so she had a modest following. And when she blew up, you just start to see more obviously when you got a million people looking at something there's going to be a handful that are just deeply miserable people right and so i've noticed that you've addressed the haters a couple of times mm, and yes. and the reason i want to bring this up because i hate even giving them attention and i'm sure you're at the point like i there was a point where a hater would ruin my day now i don't even think twice about it I think like right. the other day somebody said I was ugly or I did my makeup bad. It, uh, that would have like ruined a good half a day probably five years ago. Now I'm like, what? Who cares? And but so I'm sure you're probably getting used to it and it doesn't bother you as much. You even mentioned that. But there's a lot of people that deal with haters all the time that they may not be online, but they're just dealing with people who are negative or who say crappy things about them. And so how do you handle the once especially once you got big and you noticed the larger influx of haters how did you handle it and make sure that it didn't steal your joy or stop you from continuing to put out good stuff i not well yeah i did yeah. not handle it well i'll be honest i'll be 100 percent honest i would love to sit here and be like yeah screw the haters <laughs> but it messes me up and here's why so it still does because, so it still does yeah okay yeah yeah oh big time because I try really, really hard to not offend anybody, mm -hmm. to not be rude or poke fun. I try really hard to just genuinely have a good time, not at anybody else but my own expense. Mm -hmm. And sometimes members of the PTO, but it's like a joke. But anyway, so I... 
can't read comments anymore. I don't yeah. read the comments. And it's a bummer because there's a lot of really great comments. But if I see one negative comment, it's almost like it's a different color than the rest of the comments. It's in bigger font yep. and it's like screaming at me. Yep. And it bothers me because it feels like this person for no reason other than to hurt someone's feelings came up into my party that I was having and tore down the balloons and kicked over tables and like punched the DJ in the face and was like, no fun in here, guys. Party's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. No yeah. reason. Yeah. And it makes me so angry. <laughs> and I don't. Okay, so my friend CA, I don't know if you know CA Miljavic. Do you know her? She's a funny mom. Um, Has she showed um, up in videos with you before? Um, some live ones and I okay. shared some of her videos. She's a country mom. Okay. Anyway. She told me that I'm not allowed to respond to the negative comment unless I respond to every single positive comment around it. Uh, um, yeah. And that stopped me from doing that. But man, I just don't understand. I, I feel like these people are so like miserable in their own lives that they want to come to like what is supposed to be a great time and put their two cents in. And honestly, we spend the majority of our time with our faces buried in our cell phones. And if all we see is negativity and people being mean and hateful, it's going to change our perspective on yeah. like humanity. There's yeah. no wonder everybody has anxiety and depression. It's like right. a, a depressing time to live in where everybody's mean for no reason. And it's just at your fingertips. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, that's why it, you just get so nervous for kids. I mean, Im imagine how much it sucked to be in high school and now our kids are on the social media platforms where they are getting hateful comments or they see the hateful comments or they don't get likes on a photo that they posted and then they feel like trash the rest of the day yeah. when i was in high school i had my own phone line i thought i was so amazing and my mom mm -hmm. was like listen this is for us not for you because you don't <laughs> get off the phone and i gotta use it so right. i remember i would just it would be a Friday night and I'd be like, what's everybody doing without me? Nobody would call. And I would be so upset that I was on a Friday night and nobody invited me to anything. Now imagine I didn't have a Facebook where I see all of my friends out together taking selfies or out at, inst you know, Instagram pictures. Uh, Our kids are up terrifying. against something. It is, it is, it is. And I'm, I'm like, can I tell them they can't be on the internet at all until they're 18? I mean, I feel like that's gotta be a rule. Yes. My uh, seven-year-old bonus daughter is like, like, can I have a cell phone? Natalie has one. And I'm like, I will punch Natalie's mom in the face. Would you know? Uh, and yeah, uh, like, I would love to just honestly move to an island yeah. and live in a hut, in a hut in the jungle and yeah. not have any technology, like, and just spend time with my family eating bugs and stuff. Like, I don't like it the world yeah. the way it is right now. let me tell you yes so i had a at a ser i had kind of a similar experience i went through so i had hahas for hoo-hahs and then i kind of went through i call it my dark period i had a few miscarriages in a row and i started to resent hahas for hoo-hahs because it was the same jokes all of these mom funny stuff was coming out i was tired of competing and i was looking at comments and mean comments and at this time I decided to, I got myself a life coach and uh, she has worked with like Daniel Laporte and some people I really respect. And so she was like, you're not allowed, she goes, create something that you wanna create and you're not allowed to look at it. You're not allowed to look at the stats. You're not allowed to look at the comments. You're not allowed to look at it. You just mm. do what you gotta do and you walk away. 
which is hard because a lot of the times you want to interact with your fans. And yes. So, but the, so you got to weed through the crap. Right. But you really just got to pay attention to the fact that it's one out of gazillions. I mean, it's such yeah. a small percentage and those people are miserable. They're yeah. miserable and they're so, yeah. they're just sad people. Yeah. And I think that because of my weird brain, I think, well, what if that person's the only one who gets it and they can mm. see my true, you know what I mean? My true side, all these other people are fooled. It's like this weird brain thing that I have, but I love that your life coach told you that because literally I do not look at my insights. I do not look at, you know, how many unfollows or follows I got because it, to me, it's irrelevant. I know that a lot of people look at their insights and stuff to see what they can improve on, but that I don't care. Like yeah. I'm just doing what I want when I want. And that's why there's no schedule. I put a vid video out when I feel like it. Yeah. And I have an idea that I think is funny. I'm not doing, and I should maybe do it as like a business, I guess, since it's my job now, but I don't, it won't be fun. Right. If I'm crunching the numbers. It'll, I mean, that's what I, I've asked somebody. I was like, what's the difference between marketing and being really good at marketing this and um, just wanting to create content? But the, see, when you're a creative, though, every every like every like writer is like, I just want to write the book. I don't want to have to promote it. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like the double-edged sword. But when it comes yeah. down to just putting out what you love, you just put it out there and you walk away. And you can show yep. those fans love with your next video. You don't have to necessarily do it in the comments or look through that crap because it's just like, mm -hmm. ugh. Right. And yeah. if you if you if you're putting something out there that you believe in that you love, that's all that matters. Yeah. That Especially YouTube. So oh, I've always wanted to go on YouTube and I was like, YouTube is a trash pit. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know who these people are on YouTube with some of these comments. Yes. I'm like, I, I feel like the FBI, I keep cutting you off. I feel like the FBI needs to start. There's like child predators on there. I'm pretty sure I was like, this is a madhouse. It's different because there's not a profile like with family photos and stuff uh, attached to it. Uh -huh. So you could be a real butthead if you wanted and nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Okay. So you're still, so then what it sounds like to me is that the haters can still, because you said something that I think is very true where you hear, but what if they have insight that nobody else has? Because that reminds yeah. me of when I told you, like when people were making fun of the way my hair was, I had huge hair on purpose for my wedding and people were making fun of it. And I thought that the pictures were gorgeous. And then I had that thought, but what, what if I do look ridiculous? You know, it's yeah. like, it'll change your perspective. And it's such, it's just such a lie. It's such right. a stupid lie that you have to just, no, that's a lie. This is awesome. Moving on. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's tough. It's it tough is. because my, my gauge, my meter, hasn't always been right, clearly, due to my life decisions. Uh -huh. So I can't really trust my own brain. So I feel like I rely a lot on feedback in order to determine my worth and things like that. And mm. that is something that I'm actively working on. Like, I'm a work in progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how long, how long have you actually been posting stuff online? How long has it been? Um, a year and a half. Holy crap. That's why. You, it hit, this has happened to you so fast. Oh my God. That you're still just catching up. You're on a I, fast learning curve, girl. Too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready. I was not prepared. <laughs> I was, I'm so grateful. Don't get me wrong. But like literally, 
it's not like when my videos started going viral, someone showed up with a manual and was like, okay, this is how we're going to deal with the people who are mean for no reason. This is how you're going to capitalize on this opportunity. This is how you turn it to da-da. Yeah, I was, I just woke up and I'm like, honey, something's happening. Get in here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Up. So it's, it has, it's happened really, really, really fast. I, I, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What do you think? Yeah. I do any of us. What does your husband think about all this? At first, um, I think he was a little frustrated. He's like, you spent too much time on this to where it's no longer a hobby, except you're not making any money. So right. it's not a job. So what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like something amazing is going to happen, babe. I swear. And I think that once he started seeing the feedback, once he started seeing the money from the book coming in and me being able to pay bills yeah. by doing something I love. Yeah. He started to understand. And now that we can't go anywhere without somebody recognizing me, he gets that I am Kim Kardashian. Basically. <laughs> he now that oh I gosh. need security and yes. umbrella from the paparazzi. Yeah. It's popping. That's so good. That is so good. So what has, what's always been your dream for your life? Uh, do you think you're starting to live it now or has that dream shifted and now kind of surprised you? Definitely shifted and surprised me for sure. My life is better now than I could have dreamed. And it's because I, I went through like a really crappy time. And that's why today when crappy stuff happens, I'm like, okay, you know, it's just the universe rearranging things for something better because I have faith that when things go south, it's because something awesome is going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I always, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher and an actress and um, I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. Mm hmm. I wanted to do stand-up comedy, but I was too scared. And then everybody said, you know, this idea is not realistic. You can't be an actress. You can't do this. So I shelved that and just kind of went with the teacher thing. But then yeah. I fell in and that went out the window too. So I was like, crap. So you can use like multiple gifts. You can use the acting to reach out to people and to make them laugh and to feel good. And then once they start to follow you and get to know you, you just drop some knowledge on some people. Exactly. Yes. It's so crazy. It's yeah. so crazy my life I am so blessed and the moment I start to get resentful and tired you know what I mean like yeah. last night my kids were in here so I was up really late I'm like oh I have a interview in the morning I gotta get to sleep da 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 and I was like complaining about having to wake up and do my makeup and stuff but then I'm like hold on honey just forget everything I said my job is to get up and talk to people yeah from the comfort of my home what am I complaining about right. no offense I wasn't complaining about you it was thinking I had to dress up. I felt the same way. I was like, oh God, I got to wake up and interview her and I want to, but I but you just, it's the, I know you want to do it, but it's the preparing for it. You just want to sit on your couch, watch Having Netflix. Having something on my schedule stresses me out no yeah. matter what it is for yep. some reason. Having yeah. an obligation. Yeah. I don't so, know why. So now you are going on like a little mini tour. How did this happen? So now what do you, you have a show prepared? I mean, what's happening? God, my heart is in my kneecaps. I can't I believe it. So I was approached about it. I always wanted to do it, but it was not something I thought would ever happen. Um, I was approached about it and I said no, because I, I had gone to mo the mom 2.0 summit in California and had a nervous breakdown. I couldn't leave my hotel room. Like I paid over a thousand dollars to go on this trip. But after day one, 
I was so overwhelmed by talking to people and absorbing their energies that I could not leave my hotel room mm-hmm. for the next day. I've been so to I mom. Like, I, I, w- I went to mom 2.0 like probably five or six years ago, and I get it. You I did. Get it. Yes, I have friends who are like mom 2.0, like prom queens. It's, <laughs> you know, right. and so then that started to like get on my nerves. Not them personally, but I'm like, boy, this is like high school popularity contest all over again sort of it's probably evolved but back then it was just like when blogging was in its heyday you know anyway I feel like I'm complaining about a lot of things but I get it it's a lot of energy you have to be on you have to be nice you gotta you know what I mean introduce yourself I get it I yeah it was exhausting and it was in that moment that I wrote the tour guy back and I'm like I can't do this sorry Mm-hmm. from the hotel room mm-hmm. and he was like disappointed and then all of a sudden just recently I don't know what it was I had an epiphany and I was like I want to do it so I emailed him before I could change my mind and he was so stoked and it has escalated very quickly and now um we're doing a two date show and if it goes well then we'll do more dates if it doesn't go well we're just going to pretend like it never happened and I'm going to go on a different <laughs> so you're starting off in the midwest I, Wichita is in driving distance I was thinking maybe I should go so oh, yeah. you uh you're starting off in the midwest then Wichita and Colorado is that where it's starting yeah Denver and Wichita yes so what are you going to just be talking are you is it like stand up is it like skits what what's the show like I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's me by myself on stage. And it's terrifying because yeah. I don't have anybody else there. Yeah. It's just me. And it's yeah. hard to fathom like hundreds and hundreds of people spending money on a ticket to look at my stinking face. Like, so it's not going to be skits because I don't think I have time. And it, it doesn't translate as well playing different characters when you're on stage. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm here uh-huh. and then I just really quick. <laughs> You could put a beard um, on one side of your face. That'd be good. Write that down. A beard on one side and just go exactly. back and forth. That's good. Okay. That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a little bit inspirational, a little bit funny. My main thing is I want the crowd to be involved as much as possible so that I don't have to like be up there alone. Like they're with me. Yeah. So I want to pull people up. I want to ask them questions. I want to give away prizes and I want to go hug people. And so there's going to be um, a lot of crowd participation I believe as well but um, I'm going to be talking about stuff that isn't in the book stories that they've never heard combined with videos and photos from my childhood mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be a really personal and in-depth um, adventure for all of us so it's going to wow. be cool is it I'm introverted too who forces myself to be extroverted it's a weird combination but we do exist and yeah. so is it are you excited? Is, is, is it like excited, but also hovering over your head every single day of your life like a cloud? Because you're like, this is coming. It's my dream and it's coming. It's not even, I I don't know if excited is a word. Yeah. Like when people are like, how do you feel? I'm like effing terrified. I'm yep. just terrified at yep. this point. I think until I get a clearer picture of what exactly is going to go down so that I could spend every spare second preparing then I'll get excited. But right now it's so new and so fast that I'm like, what's happening? I can't believe this is my life. Yeah. I think that this is good for people out there who have a dream or have a vision for your life. And you think that the people you see are just so natural and this is so easy. Listen, (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it's not like that. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all feeling it out. But the, you know what separates you is that you keep showing up and being yeah. yourself. That's it. That's the that yeah. that will take you where you want to go. You're gonna have flubs. You're gonna want to throw up <laughs> in a bucket sometimes <laughs> when you got to step up and do what you got to do. But you just do it anyway. Because what's yep. the what's the choice? Not do it and regret it forever. Exactly. I mean, just go for it. I've got dream boards all over my house. And I totally believe that the moment you step out of your comfort zone is the minute amazing things start to happen. And I know that it's very cliche, but I preach it because that's how much I believe it. Yeah. There are so many things that I felt uncomfortable about. And the minute I put those fears aside is the minute that stuff started happening that I'm like, oh my gosh. This can't be explained. Yeah. This is an exact, you know, a direct result of me stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I made a vlog video and it sat on my phone for over a year. I never posted it because I was terrified. Mm. And um, and then I, you know, a year and a half later, I decided to give it a shot. And then a year and a half after that, I'm talking to you about going on a tour. Right. Crazy. So, See? Yeah crazy wow so if there's anybody out there who is feeling uncomfortable or they want to do something or they just want to try just do it and who cares if it flops who cares who yeah, cares you had years, fun it gonna matter? yeah you can't I started to not have fun anymore because I was so stressed about the results and when mm. I finally I, I, I honestly feel like this God impression that said I want you to enjoy your life just have fun and once I realized that it's like the joy came back I was like okay I'm just gonna have fun and whatever happens is none of my business you know yes whether it's for one yes. person or like a gazillion people <laughs> it doesn't matter you I know it'll be good for your soul okay so we're gonna do a fire round of Ooh. would you rathers but they're kind of like double options um so okay. you have to pick like just what your heart says first okay, okay. all right Sex or donuts? Donuts. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> That's It's me. Donut. I mean, my husband would probably be like, well, well, I mean, that hurts my feelings, but I get it, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to say the first thing that pops in my head. Justin Timberlake's 90s pube hair or Chris Kirkpatrick's pineapple hair? Justin. Justin. My sister loved Chris Kirkpatrick and never understood. <laughs> I always felt bad for him. I was like, man, you know, you just, you know, <laughs> you know, when, you know, when like during like fan meet and greets, you just know that you're not yeah, the favorite the one. one. Guy. Yeah. But you know what? He's got a hot wife. He's rich. I don't want yeah, to, you know, exactly. <laughs> okay. Salt or Peppa? Uh, it, the group or food? The group. Salt or Peppa? Which one? I don't even know who's who. Peppa. But I love their music. Push it. <laughs> yes. With so my jam. That's so good. Okay. Bravo or Food Network? Neither. <laughs> Do you watch TV? Sorry. You don't strike me as someone who watches very much TV. I used to live on the television. Yeah. Like, but I don't anymore at all. I don't have time. What I'm... did you used to watch back when you watched television? I used to watch like crime, like I uh, crime documentaries, murder. <laughs> and then you go to bed. Then you're like, well, <laughs> time to go to bed. Have you just watched That's a so woman weird. get stalked and murdered for a whole episode? Right. I know. Been there. And then I'm like, why am I having nightmares? 
<laughs> yeah. Like Jenny Jones, Phil Donahue, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, bra off at 3 p.m. or 11 p.m.? Listen, I 11 p.m. because I cannot take my bra off. I have orangutan National Geographic boobs and it's painful to not have them harnessed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've got big boobs too and I can't imagine just not having a bra on some women you're just like you know what this is fine it's it's not even it's like they're just so vulnerable and they're bumping into things and people are touching them <laughs> like get off yeah no 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 um wake up early or stay up late stay up late yeah okay so you're that person okay and here's this is this is probably the hardest one if you weren't married would you become romantically involved with Steven Tyler as he is now or Justin Bieber, as he is now. Ugh. I mean, j- clearly Justin Bieber. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so Stephen being like a rock god, does it's just still too hard. He well, he's easy. also like a hundred and seventy-six. <laughs> you so, know, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Justin's closer. To, I don't know. I actually thought about that for a really long time, but I was like, you know what, Steven Tyler, he's he's on that other side now. Do you like him? You is that why you picked him? You have a crush on him? I don't want to call it crush. Okay. I want to say that like I want to be in his presence. Okay. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Like I want to be like I I just there is and he's kind of effeminate too, so I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like when he's going on stage, he's like wow, 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 and he's like flapping his leg <laughs> with like the scarves, you know? You like that? But like, it triggers something in me biologically, mentally. <laughs> mentally, I know that this is not right. right. But biologically, something like awakens. Oh my god! I can't, I can't deny it. Whereas when I see Justin Bieber, I'm like, womp, 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 womp. I mean, I just can't. Wow. I know. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm not rocker girl. See, um, I wanted to, that also I was going to see, I'm going to see if she's like, if she's into rock, if she's into pop. Do you I'm like. I'm into weird stuff. You're into weird stuff. Like alternative music. Like indie. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you used to like Veruca Salt? Is that the girl from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, well, there's a band called Veruca Salt. For some reason, I felt like she might like them. They're like, volcano girls, we really can't be beat. What is up? <laughs> Look up Veruca Salt and listen to the music. I bet you'd like it. No, wait, what was it in Hookers? <laughs> no, it's like, volcano girls, we really can't be beat. Oh, I th- Warm I us up. I- and You thought I said something about Hookers? I thought you said C-O-C-A-I-N-E Hookers. And I'm like, why would you think I would like that song? What are you trying to say? You'd love it, Tiffany. You'd love it. I thought of you as soon as I heard it. When I heard it, I was like, this girl loves this. She loves it. Oh, my gosh. They're, they were back when I was, like, in high school. What year did you graduate? High school. Well, I should have graduated in 2004, but I dropped out. Okay. Veruca Salt might be a little bit before your time. So okay. you're just never a little heard bit older than me. Well... If you like alternative I'm, music. Did you say I'm older than you? No, you're younger than me. Sorry, I said it backwards. That's okay, because I was like, how is it before my time, but you're younger than me? This is confusing. <laughs> this is why I can't do stand-up comedy. I will say everything <laughs> backwards. <laughs> I, I need somebody nice up front to correct me. It's like, cute. You said I'll that backwards. It. You said it backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, listen. So talk to me a little bit about your book and where people can find it. 
and then where they can find you online and start to follow you. Oh, um, my book is on Amazon. There's some typos in it. Sorry about that. I, <laughs> I self-published. It's getting ready to be on Amazon deal days though. So oh, yeah. it's going to be like five bucks, I think October 10th. Um, but anyway, it's on Amazon. It's called High Achiever, the shocking true story of one addict's double life. It's about um, my time in jail and rehab and afterwards. And then it's kind of weird because I'm like talking it starts with me in jail, and then I'm talking to a counselor about the things that led up to me going to jail. It reads like fiction, and people are like, I read it in one day. I couldn't put it down, and it's such a huge compliment. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked by the response. Um, but, yeah, there are – you know, I always like to warn people about the two typos <laughs> because – it makes me feel like insurance. Like I told you, so you still bought it. It's not my fault, Jennifer. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, jo- I was joking with Tiffany beforehand about how that's like Susanna's, in one of her books, she spells coy wrong and um, <laughs> it still haunts her to this day. And even when I first read her book, um, I just kept looking for it because of it. I was like, koi pond's in here somewhere. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so anyway, that is so, that's so, I love that. Tell people, ever tell everybody in advance. That way they don't have to message you like, like they're doing you a favor at like 2 a.m. I know. I just want to let you know you spelled this wrong. Oh, then I want to jump out my bedroom window. It makes, it stresses me out. So yeah. when I pretend like it's not there and I just acknowledge it, kind of like my, physical appearance you know what I mean if I just bring it to the surface right off the bat yeah um there won't be any surprises but yeah so I and I mean basically google juggling Jenkins is probably the easiest way I'm on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook yeah do it I'm not good at plugging myself sorry (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing well I'm gonna put all of your information in the show notes and a link to your book it'll probably be affiliate link because I take every opportunity to make money and I don't care if it's 20 cents so. Yeah, girl. I don't even know what those are, but I need to get in on I, Well, if I like use an affiliate link through Amazon, then I get like a little portion of the sales. Not from you, from Amazon. Okay. I was like, and then you're going to mail them to me, right? You little shyster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my 10 cents, B. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so good. I'm also doing a podcast now with Meredith. Do you know Meredith? I have heard of Meredith. I don't follow her, but I did notice that you're doing a podcast now. So tell us, when does that come out? Where can they subscribe? Yeah, so Sundays. It airs Sundays. <laughs> it's, Who edits it's it? New. Is it Meredith? You just show up and just get funny, and then Meredith's like doing all the grueling editing. Meredith does all of the hard work, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but it's called Take It or Leave It. It's available on iTunes and um, the other one, Google Play Music. That's so great. So she, you guys must live next to each other then. 45 minutes away. Oh, so you'll, you'll, okay, that's not bad. So then you'll just meet up or do you guys do it over Skype like we're doing now? Um, they've offered, but I usually just show up at their house. They have coffee and stuff and that's awesome. awesome. It's not that bad at all. Actually, I don't have any, you know, thing to do during the day. So I like taking road trips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you know, I I had mentioned this to you when I reached out to you. I have uh, a family member, I don't talk about it very much, who has struggled with addiction since um, he was a teen. And I know that there's a lot of people who know somebody who has suffered in that way and how scary it is or somebody who is currently suffering and they don't know what they're going to do and how they're going to get out Mm -hmm. of it. And so um, I think Tiffany is a great person to follow and to listen to and you uplift and encourage people who have recovered. And I think the theme is, is that you just never give up. There's hope. 
You yes. Need, don't give up on the people you love. There is hope. Don't give up on yourself. There is hope. Yes, 100%. That's my main message. A life after addiction is possible. Yes. I'm coming in November. I'll have six years clean, um, which is huge because I used to not go six minutes without drugs. Yeah. And so um, I'm hoping to bring more awareness to it and show people that, like, it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah. It's not all people overdosing in cars and dying on the news. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. You just have to go find the people. Well, let me ask you a real question then. Since you've started with, fame and it happened so quickly to you and the pressure and the anxiety and all of that does that make you want to relapse ever do you ever does it do you have a hard time that's a really good question because one would think and certainly there are times where I was like gosh it's a good thing I don't do Xanax anymore because (laughs) I would be in that yeah but I so many amazing things have happened between the last time I used and now that literally you know as for today there is nothing that is so difficult that I cannot cope with to the point of needing to destroy that. Like my kids, my job, my life, it is so good. And I have filled my toolbox, which at one time only contained drugs. You know, when I was sad and mad and happy, I would put, I would reach for a drug. Now I have so many other things in my toolbox that I reach for during times of chaos, you know, Mm. mandatory timeouts, bubble baths, food, which is not healthy, but hey, if a cupcake calms me down, it's better than crack. You know <laughs> exactly, I mean? exactly. So, so yeah, I, I, I'm very fortunate that I have not wanted to use. Yeah. Um, but that could change tomorrow. So I have to be aware of that. Yeah. And, and exactly aware of it and diligent about it is kind of like a daily thing. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I love that. Yeah. There are other... You have, you have other tools to satisfy that need. And so yes. other things that you can grab onto. That's beautiful. All right, Tiffany. Well, we have been so blessed by um, you coming and chatting with us today. So I thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, it was my pleasure. I hope that we can talk again after this. Not in a creepy way, but I really like you. I think you're awesome. Um, well, you've just opened up a can of worms because I'm probably going to message you now and be like, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> show up at my house and be like, are you serious? <laughs> Hey, I just, listen, I was just in town. I thought you might want to go get coffee. Are you busy? That's okay. What do you mean Meredith's here? Who's Meredith? Oh, That's gosh. So, so good. Okay. All right. Well, bless you. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Come back and join us, won't you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you. Okay. Bye. Hey there, real quick. It is wedding season, and if you or someone you know is about to get hitched, listen up, because Zola is about to change your life. Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love. I was really overwhelmed when I planned my wedding and I wish Zola was around because they make wedding planning so much easier. You get to create a free wedding website, register at their store, and so much more. You get over a hundred beautiful wedding websites to choose from that fit any couple style in every type of wedding, and they're all free. Add photos, stories, and how you two met, travel and accommodations info, and even recommend things to do for your guests while they're in town for your wedding. Then, talk about easy, register with Zola. They have everything you could possibly want or need. 
Their store has the widest selection of gifts from all different prices. You also get free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. Have I convinced you yet for your own wedding or your friend's wedding or your daughter's wedding? I mean, honestly. So here's what you're going to do. Sign up at Zola.com, Z-O-L-A.com slash I-N-T-S. That's an acronym for It's Not That Serious to get 30% off your Save the Dates and Invitations order. Again, sign up at Zola.com, Z-O-L-A.com slash I-N-T-S to get 30% off your Save the Dates and Invitations. Have fun. Well, that was more fun than I deserve. To follow Tiffany or to buy her book, go to the show's notes where I have a link so that you can follow this woman and just stalk her like everybody else in the world is doing right now, okay? Go enjoy. Um, guess what it is? It's time for what I'm into, what I'm into, what, 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 what I'm into. Okay, here's what I'm watching. I am watching The Christie Show. The actress behind the show, her name is Christy Porter. She plays a few different characters, and by far my favorite is Miss Shirlene. If you're having a bad day, go to her Facebook page, The Christie Show, and just get completely lost in her hysterical videos. I laugh and I laugh and I laugh so hard I can't even take it. It's so, so good. Here's what I'm listening to. I'm listening to Oprah's Masterclass Podcast. I love garnering wisdom from the greats, but I don't usually have time to watch TV. So the perfect solution is Oprah's Masterclass Podcast. So far, I'm absolutely loving it. Here's what I'm reading. I'm giving Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic another spin. One thing she says that I absolutely love is that if we don't act when inspiration comes knocking on our door, if we don't do our part to bring inspiration to life, it will fly off and knock on someone else's door until somebody else brings that baby to life. I've had inspiration flee me and go to someone else before, and it is dreadful. You know what I mean? So it's like if you ever have this incredible idea for like a book or a product or an idea for a business or something, and you just you have this idea, and it's great, but you just sit on it. You know, you're like, well, I'll wait until I have more time off, or I'll wait until I have more resources, or I'll wait until after Christmas to bring this idea to life. And you keep putting it off, and then all of a sudden someone else comes up with it and they are succeeding. Does that not suck? <laughs> Does that not totally suck? Yeah, it's a killer, right? And it is, it's such a great concept that um, that section alone of her book is worth giving it a read. So big magic, Elizabeth Gilbert. All right, everybody, listen, um, I would tell you what I'm eating right now, but um, everything I'm eating is really boring. So I'll let you guys know when I have a killer recipe right now. It's just like, you know, salads. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm eating. That's what I'm into. Salads. Go get yourself some of that. So, all right, everybody. Listen, thank you so much for listening. It is such an honor to have you with us every single day. If you want to join the Word Up Club, which is our faith-based club, go to it's not that serious podcast.com slash join so that you can hang out with us as well. And don't forget to listen to Hilarious Short Story Wednesdays, all right? Okay, this is the time of the podcast where I say, until next time, goodbye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.